Hey, 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 it's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I'm back to put it down on Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown. And as I always do, I have a special topic just for you and for us as well, because it's always a learning and learning experience across the board, because the different perspectives are all across the board. Nobody knows it all and everybody thinks differently but there's always a root cause and the truth to everything right right everything is situational and you know i have my intellectual correspondent dr andrea l moore in the building Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. You know, she was gang banging on me on the last. Banging against my sorority. But, you know, I let her make it because that's how Alpha Kappa Alpha women do. We just let things slide. We can't be out there looking crazy, you know, arguing back and forth and things of that nature. (laughs) We let the SD Rose do that. I'm a, so oh, I just let her do. Yeah. I just let her do it, you know, because I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna participate. Ooh, you see, this is what the AKA do. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you had your own definition of alpha woman that somebody told you, you know, and uh, you know, like again, there there are actual different definitions of alpha. So when we were talking about it, and I said, you know, Google it. When you do go out there and Google the definition of alpha or even alpha woman, all of it shows up. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, I definitely don't want the listeners to think that um, being an alpha woman is bad because wow. in my de- the definition that I look at, that's not what I that's not what I go by, what I see mm-hmm. or what I feel. I go by the positive. Um, definition for it, which is being a leader, leader, having morals and standards and integrity and things of that nature, wanting to help, wanting to be loving, wanting to be nurturing, um, stepping up to the plate to do that um, and wanting to be great. And even in all your greatness, that mm-hmm. takes shaping, molding, breaking, pruning, all of, all of the things, as you said, you know, but you definitely want to be a stand-up person. You don't want to be a sit-down. I- I'm sorry. I-, I don't push sit-down this. I push stand-up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, you have to stand up for what you believe in. And you must believe in yourself. And you will show up as alpha, which is uh, being rare, being you. You know, leading and not following is definitely a definition of an alpha woman or alpha male. Right. <clears throat> so um, I just wanted to bring provide clarity uh, to that um, as what you stated, you know, people showing up as alpha um, because they are um, in survival mode or scared of their position being taken. I think that's to me, that's another definition mm-hmm. of, um, you know, your someone's insecurities or, you know, mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. um intimidated or that their position is um going to be stolen or something mm-hmm. of that nature i'm i'm just throwing some words out there mm-hmm. but um 
I don't I don't see those two things as being the same thing. Yeah. That's all um I wanted to to say. But you know, you did try to bang on my girls. And it's it's all good. I mean, hey, there's good and bad with everything. I don't bang. I rock a good rhyme. <laughs> Whatever. Out here, sorority banging. I didn't want us to be getting looking like we okay. Right. They're the example of what oh, you're saying. No. That surface. Don't be a surface listener. <laughs> exactly. But we <laughs> want to be able to provide. You know, there's always going to be missing missing information. We can't. Mm-hmm. We can't pinpoint out every little detail. You know, providing two perspectives. Exactly. Out of a multitude. Out of a multitude, you know, out the box with it, because that's where we are. Right. But I just want you to know. We're not too much. Listeners, y'all hear that? We can't be too much out the box. (laughs) But I just want you to know. to the AKA sorority. Respectfully. We we respect. AKAs have been around. We respect AKAs. We respect the Divine Nine. Don't right, they're 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 solid, and they've been around yeah. for over a hundred years. So, um, they're not begging for a platform. <laughs> I just want you to know they they they're not begging. They can't they can't be canceled, and they're not begging for a platform. So, I'm just saying, you know that this is this is it's history. It's it's uh, black. It's a part of black history in, in the culture, and it can't be canceled. Nope, it won't be. You know, they've been around for a hundred and something years. Oh, again, a flex. Okay, yeah. I'm just no. That's not a flex. You could take it as a flex. It's the truth. Just no. It is the truth. You know. So if people did, if certain individuals decided not to mess with any of the organizations, I don't think any of the organizations are going to be like. Oh my God! No, they're not. We're gonna suffer. <laughs> That's not the case. <laughs> right? There's too many of us in them. Right? You know, it's not. It's, they're, they're not gonna suffer. It's a hundred years, but how many people? Woo! Over three hundred thousand, uh, AKAs mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what they're doing, who they are, why they joined, whatever. But you know. There's enough in there doing the right thing, so Ooh. we can never focus on the negativity, you know. Or then we're part of the problem. Exactly. So um, that was last week. Not last week. Last month. Last month. Little, little carryover from the current events. Now we mm-hmm. have. Oh my goodness! It's a lot going on in the world. The world is ghetto fabulous. <laughs> Because it's ghetto fabulous. I don't know if I really know what's going on in the world. But, hey, it's also, there's also miracles. There's also blessings. There's also love. There's peace, light, love, soul. All of the things. Because yeah, we need it. it's a balancing act. There's trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. There's seasons. All of everything, everything's happening all at one how time. How was your Thanksgiving or Big your gumbo pot? How was your family get together of the season? How was the the holiday season for you? You know, well, we you don't know. celebrate in that way. No, for, gen- mel- for melanated people, you know, that's a time for us to get together and eat what we want to eat—a big feast. 
and be amongst those that we love and that love us or, you know, get with people that just want you to be around and be in good company of having, you know, a a social... Our chosen families. Yeah, or just a social atmosphere because there's a lot of people that don't have family, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when holidays and things of that nature pop up, you know, they're with family, friends, or, you know, hopefully people that have been invited you know, yeah. to eat and commune and be social and have that type of, um, you know, get that type of love and energy. Yeah. Um, but for me, I went home yeah. to Cali, yeah. with I, which mm-hmm. I'm always in. We know this. I'm always dipping in and out because mm-hmm. there's no place like home. I'm always loyal to the soil. Um, but I love every, I mean, I love Dallas. I love Texas. I love Louisiana. You know, um, those are a part of my roots as well. So when I don't, you know, when I don't travel to, um, where I was born and raised, I'm Mm -hmm. still amongst, you know, I'm blessed to be amongst people that I love and and love me. So it's always a good time. I had an amazing time at home. Um, you know, as soon as I land, I'm tasting the air. I'm going to my favorite taco place, <laughs> Jim Boy's Tacos, the legendary Jim Boy's Tacos um, up north, mm-hmm. Northern California, Sac mm-hmm. Town to be exact. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had a good time yeah. with family and friends. It was yeah. like a cousin's giving. We had yeah. a cousin's giving. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and it was so, it was nice. It was it was something <laughs> new. Um, we've evolved, you know, and cousins showed up and we've loved and hugged on each other. You know, the cousins yeah. that you used to be in the back playing Atari with. And, yeah. and, you know, and firecrackers on the 4th of July, fireworks <laughs> at the park, the whole family barbecue. Exactly. The cousins you play Monopoly with and sorry mm-hmm. and spades and dominoes. Come on. Those you cousins. Know, yo, those cousins, your first cousins, your second cousins that you y'all used to be at the back at the family uh <laughs> card and domino games. Well, we was the aunties. <laughs> we was the aunties and uncles. Now that, that was us. And right, everybody's right, kids right. were there. We didn't show them in the pictures though. The kids right. and the stuff were there, they're nothing like us. So I'm sure they were very entertained. Very by us listening to E40 and exactly. singing all the words, the old school E40. They were looking at us like, oh my god, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Hey, y'all better listen to these. This is this yeah. is, this we're is the that first part. generation of grandparents that was saying, I'm riding sideways. <laughs> <laughs> sideways to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Now we gotta outsmart them. Uh-oh. Get a couple of the corners. Gotta work. <laughs> yeah. So they're looking at us like, what? <laughs> Ew. Yeah. So there was, you know, youngsters and there was the ones that was in their 20s and the ones that younger mm-hmm. than them. And it's the little ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Had a good time visiting with the cousins, mm-hmm. um, other extended family, you know, smashing out to the beach and smashing back on the cool. <laughs> Cool. Uh, going to the 49ers game against the Vikings, that was super fun. Wow. Yeah, my cousins went there. You might know one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. You know her. 
Mm-hmm. It was you. <laughs> good times. Good times. Yeah. You know, good you times. I, I'm all for, and somebody told me, they said, girl, this lady, you're going to live your life regardless. I said, yeah, because life can be short. I never know when my last day is going to be. That's right. So, um, yes, I take care of business. I handle business, um, do what I need to do, but I also am very, very, um, it's very, it's a priority for me to mm-hmm. um, take breaks. And what I mean by that is take a vacation, let your hair down, you know, stop thinking for a moment and just, you know, uh, regroup. It's a constant cycle um, because you can definitely become overwhelmed with what's going on, you know, with your projects, your work, your personal, uh, if you got to do in your life and then, you know, your loved ones, whatever you have to do for your you know, with your friends, your business, your loved ones, things of that nature. All of that is constant. It don't stop. It does not stop because life doesn't stop. So um, if you are, if you have the privilege or you're blessed enough to be able to, you know, take a break, I'm, I'm that person that's for that. So um, I just, this is the longest break that I have taken um, and I'm just blessed to be able to be in the position to be able to do that. Man, that you know, is it's, definitely it's a, a blessing. And yeah, it's sad that blessing. we have to look at it like a blessing, right? Right. <clears throat> in our relationship to capitalism, because you deserve it. As a human being, we need it. Yes. Definitely. You know, but again, you know, it's, it's all about balancing. You know, we, we talked about that before the life balancing act and, um, you know, knowing, um, when it's your time, because it's not based on anyone else, you know, it's based on you. How, what is your body saying to you? How are you feeling? You know, where are you at in your seasons of your life? And And you're like you scheduling it into your annual plans right for sure and that's something i guess what i'm going to do Mm -hmm. and and sometimes i make it work depending upon what it is you know and and who it is you know sometimes there's birthdays that i have to travel out of town for whatever and i'll make it happen Mm, okay and come right back and fall in and back and do get my work done whatever that entails so how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was different this year. Okay. It was it hit very different. It was not <clears throat> a Thanksgiving that I had experienced prior. Um, families in different places, but all in all, it was a good day. I was okay. blessed. I cooked food, the basics, macaroni, cheese, greens, yams, pies, <coughs> excuse me, cornbread, mm-hmm. you know, graham cracker, crust pies, regular pies, chocolate pies, my daughter made, but it was different. <clears throat> it wasn't as traditional as it normally is. Okay. Um, but 
all in all, it was a good time. I made all my cousins and my my daughter and my son dress up and wear the same pajamas. Okay. <laughs> I made you change your pajamas after you had on your pajamas. Yes, I remember that. Um, but it was it was um it was still a day of love because I just brought myself and where I was at at the moment to the day. Okay. So it was good. So, of course, you had fun around those days, too, right? Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun. A ton of fun. Um, a lot of celebrating went on. A lot of celebrations. A lot of cousin time. A lot okay. of singing. <laughs> oh, so you sing. sing. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a good fun time. It was a Johnny May and Louise trip. Okay. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's good. You know, I think we can all strive to have certain things and do certain do certain things in life, strive and have goals and be ambitious and um, have purpose and be successful and uh, be financially abundant, just abundance overall. And sometimes people forget about joy. And the simplicity mm-hmm. of life and what <clears throat> joy actually brings. Yes. And so, you know, I'm all about joy. Yes. All about joy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's from, you know, I, I've learned more of that because the most precious things in life for me, I've lost some of them. So... I didn't have, there's nothing that could ever replace it. Right. You know, so millions and billions of dollars, I will, yes. Yes, that's that's a good thing to have because you don't have to um, worry about any financial um, issues. You know, when it, it can afford <laughs> you to do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't replace an actual human that you love. Right. And so uh, just dealing, experiencing that um, early on in life um, definitely changed my outlook on certain things, you know? So that's why certain things I don't really get all gung-ho over because, you know, a monetary or things or objects never can replace that feeling of a loved one that's right i've tried i've tried to i've tried everything you know what i'm saying and the only thing that really helps is god you know so you bring having god fill that void in 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 your heart Mm -hmm. so you know but everything else is an accessory so joy having joy god's great joy gratitude and being thankful for being alive eyes limbs everything working not being sick you know mm-hmm. I always focus back on that mm-hmm. and that's what helps me to keep going you know gratitude being thankful mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know because it's certain people that want for something I really don't want for anything. You know what I'm saying? The things that I desire 
your own, you know, purpose and heart desires and things of that nature. You know, you work for and you, you can achieve them. That's right. So, yes, Thanksgiving, Cousinsgiving. Mm-hmm. Chilling, being on break, vacationing was amazing. I loved every bit of it. Me too. Being able to, you know, hook up, link up with childhood friends. And it's it's a blessing to have childhood friends that you still, you know, grow with. Have contact with, yeah. Right. You know, and and have a a certain amount of, you you have loyalty with them that is, um, they know you. And what they don't know, they'll sit, y'all can sit down and talk about it and get caught up caught up on each other, caught up on each other's lives and, you know, love it and support and mm-hmm. be down. Because <clears throat> that's, an- that's another level of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's love. You know what I'm saying? That's that's unconditional love. It's like, what you got going on? What's going on? Or oh, I see, oh my God, that's popping. I love that. What you doing? What you doing? Okay, let's, hey, keep going. That's right. I see you. Encouraging. We see each other encouraging Mm -hmm. and power uplift. Mm -hmm. And so that's always a good thing. It's always good to to love and hug on them old, the older generation too, the wise ones. Yes. Good word. The wise ones. Yes. The wise ones that that were here before us and have Mm -hmm. seen a lot. You know, I love to sit down and listen to them as well. They're funny. Mm-hmm. But they're full of they they this full of wisdom too. Cause they've seen things even prior to us seeing the things right. and how right. life has changed. So, you know. It's always cool. All right. So what okay. we do next. So today's topic is relationship goals. <laughs> After an hour, right? We 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 we've had topics. Relationship goals. Um, you know, we see a lot now people will look at other couples on the surface and say that their relationship goals, um, that's something that I definitely don't do. Um, have I looked at someone before and was like, Hey, on the surface, he looks bomb. That looks like a bomb relationship. Yes, and I would in that relationship is um Russell Wilson and Sierra. Um on the surface they that looks to be like a relationship goal, right? For some. For some. You know, if you desire to be married and in a relationship <clears throat> on the surface, for me, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, not feel. It seems that seems to be one that I would that I admire and Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with um him being him having so much money and having this and having that no he just seems to be a stand-up guy Mm -hmm. and a provider and you know what he's what his uh career and profession is in life he's good at and he's built you know um his generational wealth you know for children and his family and for the community. Yes. So I I mean like But that doesn't have anything to do with the relationship. Huh? That doesn't have anything to do with the relationship. 
Well, as far as the relationship goes, he shows that he's uh, on his business. Because mm-hmm. without that, how do you provide for your family? Okay. Okay. Because that's a big thing. That's a big thing. It has nothing to do with, oh, I got to be taken care of. No, because she came to the table with right. her own career. Yeah. It just, it, it makes it more equally yoked. Yeah. Okay. When you have someone that um, <clears throat> has those things in place and it's not about potential, no, you know what I'm saying? You really, you care about you. You care about you your professional career and your life because that is building a foundation. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if we we can say if they're equally yoked and them having money means they're equally yoked. No, because he has more money than she does. Yeah. The the thing is, is that she's not a person that's laying around not doing nothing and neither is he. Yeah. They're both doing something. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about from a surface level. I don't know what's going on mentally or spiritually, but I know that they have shown vulnerable, spiritual, transparent moments. Mm. And I saw it and I peaked game. Yeah. You know, a praying woman, a man that has your back in public and totally respects you. There's no disrespect. Right totally showing that he loves his family, even the child that is not his own. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that stand out about that man that's like, you will want to do, I mean, some females like dudes like that. I'm one that does. Yeah. I was you know? I'm like that at some point. Yeah. Like- and it's like, it's like he's, although he's a on a celebrity platform, he's still low key. You know what I mean? You don't know any scandal or anything of that nature about him. He's still a low-key type dude. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, so I'm just throwing them out there as an example of a couple that I like or whatever. But relationship goals for me really is basically it has to be someone that, um, you know, I'm compatible with. Mm-hmm. And how do you know if you're compatible compatible with someone? You have to be able to go out on a date, talk to them, have dialogue to see if that's someone that you really want to court. Um, I think these days um, people don't really understand the, di- the difference between dating and courting. Mm-hmm. Because courting is like... I don't know the difference. I thought it was the same. So educate. Because I can go out on a date with somebody. If I'm courting you, that means I want to pursue a serious relationship with you. Correct. Okay. And if I'm dating, I'm just dating. Yeah. When you date somebody, you can go out on a date with anybody. That's true. You're dating them. Courting you, there's a a mission. There's an agenda. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we don't... When you're... If you go out on a date with somebody, you really don't know them. Right. You'll never totally know someone, but as far as you know, some of the basic things, you want to get to know some of the basic things about that person. And um, so, relation in order to have any type of relationship, should y'all have some type of connection? I mean, even in a a friendship, would you want some type of genuine 
connection? How are y'all vibing together? How are you connecting? You know, there's an attraction. You know, you got to see if y'all got an attraction. You have an attraction to someone. Okay, okay, we're attracted to one another. But, okay, what else besides that? Because you can be physically attracted to a guy and his conversation is boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? And then you're turned off or vice versa. A guy can be attracted to a female and then she's a dodo bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm just saying this is what guys say. And this is what females say, you know, Mm -hmm. both that Mm -hmm. are mentally stimulated. So, like, I'm mentally stimulated. If you don't stimulate my mental, I'm I'm like an outer space. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Seriously, someone else might be like, okay, intrigued by other things. You know? Mm-hmm. So you have to know what it is that stimulates you because we're all stimulated by different things. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Right. So, how can you have relationship goals when, you know, you got to really. Be on be on a page of seeing things, seeing stuff on the same on the same level on the same platform, playing level field, playing field, right? And when I say playing field, I mean like okay, um, you can see all types of examples of relationships in media, mm-hmm. boo boo relationships and some positive relationships. Positive relationships, people are really saying nothing about. They're mm-hmm. there, but just like anything else, what what rises mm-hmm. to the top? Mm-hmm. Negativity. People aren't really talking about the positive ones. Like, okay, how are these people staying together 50 years? Mm-hmm. Right? And then their 50 years, what were the ups and downs? How mm-hmm. did how did they get through it? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you get through your ups and downs because you're growing together and um, know that you're, you are going to change in certain points in your life and you've got to change. Um, you're changing, but you have to consider another person and your family in that process. Mm-hmm. These are things that people really don't be talking about. They don't. And I think culturally... It, it, it may be shifting, but I don't know. I think still, like, when we're socially taught about attraction, it still is only in the vein of physical attraction. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not talking about the importance of all of the different types of attraction, like you were mentioning, intellectually, emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, sexually, all these different things. Um, but we're just kind of, well, at least when I grow up, was growing up, it was like the messages that I received is you select your mate based on physical attraction. Not like, oh, if they're cute, but yet they're stupid, but no, like if y'all have a physical chemistry, mm-hmm. then that means there's an attraction, but that's just on the physical. And so, so many, so, so many relationships, I think, um, were like just not to say we didn't talk or have any other connections, but just like it's kind of like society was like, if you're not, if you don't want to have sex with someone, <laughs> then there, that's not a mate. 
right? And that's like, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like the message, the dominant message that I, I, I believe culturally I got growing up because of what was in the music, what was in the songs, what you looking for in your mate. It wasn't a lot of talk about mate selection until I was like much older in my early 20s where I listened to Farrakhan talk about, <laughs> um, he compared mate selection to animal breeding. And he wasn't trying to be funny, but he was just trying to say, like, even when people breed their animals, they are being very particular about what they would mate together and the benefits of those mates. And he was, like, using that as an example of, like, the hum- us as humans, we should take that even to a higher level in our mate selection. And when we think about who we would choose as a future mate, it definitely has to be a well-rounded uh, response, not just oh, like from the physical, she's super sexy, she hella fine, you know, with a big ass. That's my wife. Look at her body, yeah, that's mm-hmm. her. Her, or just like even not expecting to be emotionally available to your partner. Like, no, that's like another conversation of like, what have we shown the generational? younger folks looking up when it comes to emotional availability in romantic partnership and relation mm-hmm. you talk about relationship goals i'm like ooh, like that's so um custom fit that's so unique to like two people um yeah it definitely and is. i think that for me, I'm at. People need to go through the stage of um, relationship goals with themselves before mm-hmm. they relationship goals with another person. Like their personal relationship with their self should. That's my relationship goal. Is my relationship with myself. That's having a solid, very honest one, and a real one, and a close one that I'm trying to work towards. That's a that's the relationship goal for me. That if there had to be a, a goal for any relationship, I think it would be just for me, you know, to. But you know, you have to better when you when you get yourself together. You know what I mean? Meaning, mm-hmm. like, no, nobody's ever gonna be perfect, but mm-hmm. there's a certain glow that happens when mm-hmm. you work on you. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's people that are have been in um monogamous relationships just constantly in a relationship, in a relationship, in a relationship, um, never giving themselves breaks, never working on self, um, just you know, uh needy of being with someone constantly. And um you know, if it's a, if it is a repetitive cycle of that, then there's definitely there needs to be some healing going on. You know what I'm saying? Personal love, personal healing uh, with self. And you know, mm-hmm. when self is functioning um, overall in a way where um, your glow will attract, you know, your mate. I strongly believe in that. I strongly mm-hmm. believe that, mm-hmm. you know, you will meet who, if you're destined or if you have goals to be. If you're open to that too. Right. Okay. If you're open to 
you know, yeah. having a long-term relationship, committed yeah. relationship um, with your companion, your future husband or your mm-hmm. future wife that, you know, you should be seeking that. You know, mm-hmm. not not out there. I'm not a. I don't really see a feel like a woman should be finding her husband. Mm-hmm. I think she should be ready. Uh, no, sorry, oops. She should be ready. You know, like okay, because mm-hmm. that that is gonna mm-hmm. be something. that's gonna mm-hmm. be required outside of. <laughs> Hell no. That's that's, that's feel, you. That's feel, that's, you that's that's your that's your your how you roll because everybody mm-hmm. rolls differently you know but me I, mean, I, yeah. I I desire to be married I'm not yeah. I don't want to die alone but I know that I have to be um, functioning at the best that I need to be functioning at you know what I mean to be able to um, be down with another person because mm-hmm. we're married to each other. We're married to God and to each other. Mm-hmm. So we have to have each other's back. It's not just about me. It's about him too and vice versa. It's not just about him. It's about me too. So people have to really look at that when they get in. Oh, that's really beautiful that each day as you live your life, you're thinking about you and your future spouse and who you are. That's right. you. Yeah, because when you are in a relationship, I'm, I'm thinking in, in your, when you're in relationship, that's how it should be going. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Right? So when you're, I don't, I don't care if it's your um, business relationships or your um, friend relationships that you're loyal to your your circle, mm-hmm. not that you're there on your mind 24-7, but that's a part of your circle. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's there's no hierarchy of of love. You you got their back. You know what I'm saying? It, within your means of having their back and vice versa. That's how mm-hmm. you, you know, that's how uh, loyalty is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's loyalty for me. You know? Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no question. You know, like I could go around certain people they can come around me. We don't have no questions because we know we got each other's back. You know, that doesn't mean I'm gonna carry you or does or vice versa. They're gonna carry me. It's not. It's not even that. That's not it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like I got you. You got exactly. it's with, if it's within our means to have each other, have each other's back. So. You know, in a, in a relationship, um, you know, even when your boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, those are things that you talk about. Mm-hmm. And those are the expectations, right? We talked about expectations. Yeah. Um, in the last, that was the last topic of discussion, expectations. So, you know, um, me and one of my friends were talking the other day. And even one of my cousins, we were talking about this too. It was like, hey, if if I, uh, she was like, you know, if I got a man right here, I don't need to be asking nobody for nothing. Right. If I got a man right here that I'm dealing with, why am I asking anybody else for anything? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Some of us 
We got rules like that. Mm-hmm. Those are our boundaries. Those are our um, expectations. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. And, that, and okay. that, people will say that's very traditional. Yeah, it is very traditional. Traditional? See, to me, that ain't that ain't traditional. That's like that. To me, that should be common sense. But everybody, that ain't again. That's my ankle. Mm-hmm. That's to be common sense. Cause ain't yeah. no way I'm gonna ask nobody for nothing if it's a dude involved in my situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, my dad told me, "Don't bring no broke joker home." You know what I mean? That's what the old school meant. But he wasn't saying go out and get a dude for his money. That has nothing to do with that. Ain't it? Mm-hmm. It's about you. You need. You want somebody that could protect you. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Way. And and be uh, the male provider. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, but not to be taken care of. Like, oh, this man's gonna take care of you, and you want to be kept. No, 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 no. That ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This, like, what do you have? A man brings something, certain things to the table, and so does a woman. Mm-hmm. Or two be. people together in general should be. But again, that's based on the two people involved. That's what I'm saying. To say relationship goals, it's like, yeah, that's complete. Yeah, it's your, you got to be able to write down what your relationship goals are. You personally, what are your but, relationship yeah. goals? But I'm saying to like look at Sierra and Russell Wilson and say their goals, it's like, we don't know nothing about them. <laughs> Not a thing. You right, know, that's, that's why, that's why I, that's why I specifically said some of their surface things that I could see yeah. that stand out. That I'm not making it. I'm not, I'm not making all. it up. I'm not making it up. These are surface things that stand yeah. out that I can see that I'm not making up. I'm not reaching. These yeah. are good things. These are good things. I like those good things about what their relationship shows. You know? I just think that relationships are so fucking difficult that no one else's relationship should be relationship goals. <laughs> like nobody else's relationship should be relationship goals. But again, how do you learn how to be in a relationship if you don't see any examples, right? Okay, because that's where a lot of a lot of people have have, have fell fell off the bandwagon or the boat is because they've never had examples of a healthy um, lasting or relationship that made it through rough times mm-hmm. because they're going to have ups and downs right mm-hmm. it just depends upon what those ups and downs are mm-hmm. because I think sometimes you know women stay or maybe even men too in, in relationships that are so unhealthy right. and so dangerous and so bad to their health you know to their um you know, to their security, to their safety, they mm-hmm. stay in them because it's like, oh, it said till death to us part, or no, oh, we're gonna try to make it work. No, I don't think so, dog. You ain't gonna be dropping in one twos on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not no, no, no. We're not supposed to stay together with that. We're not supposed to stay together. You know, supposed to stay together if you know you ain't holding up your end of the 
the financial responsibility. <laughs> Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. No. You know what I'm saying? There are times when, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe you get, you know, maybe somebody gets laid off or something like that. That's life. That's understandable. Okay. And, and that's a moment, right? That, that's now, a moment. You know, say, is he laying on the couch or is he out there like, shit, I'm finna, I'm finna go detail some cars or, you know what I mean? I got a side hustle. It may not be a lot right now, but the side hustle I'm gonna work with the next opportunity opens up. That's right. called ambition. That's called, I'm gonna do what I can. You know what I'm saying? Because this is just a, this little rough part patch that we going through. Right. You know? So, mm-hmm. because life happens. Exactly. And it can happen to anybody. Anybody. So you want your partner to be just as supportive of you as you have to be to them. Right. How would you want you, you know. Like, okay, babe, how are we going to work through this? You know? How, how are we going to work through this little rough pack pocket? You know, that's where we, you, you got to work together because, you know, you, it's not just about you. It's about the other person and your family, if you got kids and stuff too. So, you know, we just have to be more relationship goals. Like you said, it is catered to that person, people, the two people in it. No matter what it is, you know, whether it's your business, whether it's your friendships, mm-hmm. whether it's your um, your intimate relationship. And I think it does start. You with should have goals. You you should have goals. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like we should have some things to work towards as the two people, because it's a healthy thing to do in a relationship. Have something to work towards. Mm-hmm. Which is different than looking than saying two people are goals. Now, what they're doing, yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. It's so important to have goals. Yes. Now that I wasn't thinking that. I think when you first brought this up, like, okay. did you do you, do you and your partner come up with goals that you guys are working towards collectively? I was thinking of it like people who are people that you see as relationship goals when you were saying it the first time, but now I understand what you mean. Well, that too. I mean, you know, there's different perspectives. There's different ways to look at things. You know, that's mm-hmm. why it's called out the box. Out the so box. It's not just one way to look at something mm-hmm. because there are always different dynamics to something. And so, you know, um, you mentioned back in one of the podcasts, like my family look at I guess maybe to you maybe they look like the Obamas you know what I'm saying that my mother and father look like the Obamas um or maybe how they're they carried themselves um you know in the public eye you know what I mean I don't I don't I don't really know what you meant by that but for some my parents may have looked like relationship goals is that true hello and I don't know, you know, I can't really say because I'm only a person that is living within it. So, Hello. I, so I don't know. But it's subjective. That's what I'm saying. It's so subjective to say relationship goals. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because of literally what your example is. Right. But we were goals. You know, our whole family was is goals to, to, to others that yeah. may not have and had that family. particular uh, setup. Right. Mm-hmm. And so on the outside, people think it's all gravy. Correct. So, um, but still, I don't see that there, I don't see there being an issue with saying I admire that what you see on the surface but you may not know of all the details in between you know you just see things on the surface and that doesn't mean that bad things are in between it just means that you don't see everything right that's what I meant about you know me selecting Russell and Sierra because I'm like just what you said just exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Knowing how hard relationships are. Right, right. <laughs> like relationships are hard, right? <laughs> Especially people that are, are married, I can imagine. So, you know, that relationship can be hard, um, not all the time. Because yeah. if it's hard all the time, then maybe you shouldn't have gotten right. married. Right. It's not supposed to be hard all the time. You're supposed to have some growing pains when you're growing and stretching. Right. (laughs) And just depending what are the reasons why you truly got married, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, that's another reason. Another thing, you know, a lot of people get married for the wrong reason. Um, I mean, being subjective. Right. They get married for the wrong wrong reason. reason. (laughs) Yeah, no, wrong. You can't get married for the wrong reason. But one reason, wrong reasons to you may be right reasons to me. Well, if it was right reasons, then the, the relationship <laughs> will work. But all, the people that, all, the people, all the people that get married for the wrong reasons don't stay married. I don't know if that's true. Sometimes people who got married for the wrong reasons fucking stay married. Some some shit and just they happen. be miserable. I don't know. So, that's what I've seen. I ain't seen nobody that say they got married for the right reasons. And 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 where did I even say? Where did that saying even come from? The people saying they get married for the wrong reasons. Exactly. Right. It's subjective. What's considered right reasons, wrong reasons, according let's to who? Let's see. Now you're being technical, but then what you just said about, you know, uh, physical attraction being, oh, she got a big booty and she she fine, so I want to marry her. I didn't agree with that. That's what I'm saying. That would be all the wrong because you you're you're neglecting the um their mental capacity. I'm not. I'm just saying a person would be neglecting their right capacity. So you're saying it's subjective. Now you're saying it's to say right what what right reasons are or wrong reasons is up to the people involved. Like for somebody on the outside to say, "Oh, that was the wrong reason." You you really don't have any power to say what's right or wrong for somebody else. What's right to you could be wrong. Well, that's probably why it didn't work out because you didn't get to know who they were in their mind. But so, you didn't say that. You said right and wrong. <laughs> so who's to say what right and wrong is? Oh, Lord. Now you sound like some of these folks out here. <laughs> Come on now. We ain't got time Seriously, for Seriously, because it, people it, need it, to have conversations. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then again, I'm just being... Because you don't... You can't... 
It's no, we can't be because not with relationships because there's so many different factors that go involved, and because that's why they're so problematic because people have these box answers of right, box answers of wrong. And if your box doesn't fit the right one, then you're, you believe you're wrong. If your box doesn't fit the wrong one, you believe you're right. Like that, that will, that will create a lot of confusion in real, in a real, in a real situation, because that we're then going off so much off of base off of what we have been told is right. What we have been told is wrong. Well, there is, there are some right things and there are some wrong things. And if we want to keep, we want to, we want to erase the gray line. And then that's why relationships are where they are across the board, because we want to make it okay to erase the gray line. And that is doing nothing but uh, sending everybody into a brick wall. Okay. Because we don't want to discuss what, what would really work. What would really work. Like in a relationship, certain things gotta pop off, you know. What I'm saying? And that's and that's just for you to be able to connect and, and like it's a blanket that if every human did exactly. No, it's not. No, it's according to what your what your co- compatibility is. Right. So that's so that's only based off of the two people's opinions, the two people's expectations of one another. In opinion, in general, what's right, what's wrong, like you said, wrong reasons, right reasons, that's up to them to determine. But at the same time, there are certain things that we can talk generally about. Because we do it. We do it all the time on all the podcasts. We speak generally. So what's an example of wrong reasons? Like I told you, you know, you, in this, you're, in this scenario, you're flipping it to how I felt in the last podcast scenario. You know, I was like, there's many pieces to this, right? But you were strong about your stance. But I was like, there's many pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same thing. This this is this is across the board. There are certain things that are no-no. Okay. In a healthy relationship, a man beating you is a no-no. A woman beating a man is a no-no. There's nothing healthy about that, and that's not subjective and that's not opinionated. But that's extremely different from the reason why people, um, right reasons why people get married, or wrong reasons because people get married. No, why they stay in it. You, okay. you you can get you can have red flags all day that your your dude can beat you up before you even get married, right? Mm-hmm. But he might say, "I love you." That's why I do it. Okay. Okay. And that is not true. Yeah, that's so. It's it's, it's you you can say it's subjective. You can say it's opinionated. There are right and mm-hmm. wrong. Saying that at all. That's not. That's why I'm saying that there are right and wrongs. But as far as looking at someone and not knowing what they go through or what it entails to be in that relationship, yeah, we 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 should definitely have enough common sense to know that uh, is more to it than the surface. 
but there can be things in their surface set up that you could admire that's not painted up or a facade. It's like, okay, this couple is really doing this, right? But mm-hmm. then at the same time, they might be at home arguing like a mug. We don't know that. Exactly. So, um, relationship goals is something that um, I think they should be realistic expectations. And if people will really start looking at what the realistic expectations are that they have when they're thinking about being in a relationship with someone, lay it out on the table. Mm -hmm. You know, look at it. Examine yourself. And, you know, whoever you're desiring to be with, um, look at those goals. Yeah. And that's something I think that that has definitely has faded away with time. You know, I know us growing up, there was a lot of love songs, love songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, certain guys sang love songs, groups, mm-hmm. um, different artists or whatever. Love was promoted. There was slow dancing, you know, slow dancing, loving one another, being gentle with each other. Didn't mean you was a trick or a sucker. Mm-hmm. It just was like, okay, you really, you know, that was being in touch with your feminine side. Again, yeah. not about your your sex, but the balance of that energy. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to be soft and gentle and nurturing and caring to a woman or to a whoever. But that went away. I mean, it's, it's basically was chivalry. And even if you did, I mean, you could, they still, yeah, sex was something that was still desired and still wanted, but mm-hmm. it wasn't so, um, you know, just like you ain't nothing. I'm just concerned with your coochie. You know what I'm saying? It's not, uh, things you know, just like that very much was also what I grew up with. <laughs> huh? I feel like I grew up with that message too in hip hop. Um, well, that it definitely happened in hip hop, but not overall. Well, as far as me is concerned, I saw and felt um, R&B, soul music, and there was, you know, um, hip hop, rap music, gangster rap, um, cautious rap. So in my era, which I believe is your era as well, um, I received, I saw, I heard it all, but I wasn't influenced heavily um, by the the bad stuff. We listened to it, but I think it's really contingent upon what you allow to feed your spirit. Yeah. So... And to this day, it's what you allow to feed to feed your spirit. I listen to gangster rap. You know, we talked about that. I listen to all types of hip hop. Listen to all types of music. Yeah, males and females. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, um, but, which is important because people don't even realize that sometimes they don't listen to both genders. Mm-hmm. Like they really do not have a clue that they do not listen to both genders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen to both genders. And I li- listen to different or types. 
binary genders. So I listen to different type of music, but I also don't allow music and its negativity. Anything that's negative, I don't allow it to influence me. Yeah. Especially at this age. Yeah. You know, it should never influence, but it does. You know, certain music gets you hyped. You I know. Um, goals, you might get mad. You might get mad. You might, you know, whatever. Depends upon what type of emotions that the music may inflict. But I never allow it to control me. But I definitely love, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm an old head. I'm an old school mm-hmm. head. So I love mm-hmm. a lot of the old school music um, from R&B to gospel to soul, you know, to funk, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff. Hip hop, conscious rap, old yeah. school rap, new school rap. But I'm not a rap. I don't want to be none of those people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like, oh, yeah. You know, I want to become like this person. You're just a fan. You just like to listen to the music. I love art and the mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even have to be your fan to like you. <laughs> Does that make sense? Are you a fan if, of anyone? If it sounds, if it sounds good, I like, I like what sounds good. Mm-hmm. To me. To you, yeah. So, um, it's art. So, you know, relationship goals. You didn't really want to speak on it. It's all good. I mean, because I just wanted to make sure I had something to offer to the conversation because I do feel like, you know, us being authentic, we're going to talk from a personal perspective at times. And I think relationship goals are one in which the people are working to master their relationship with themselves, both people. And that they're that's a constant for them. Because how can you show up in a relationship 100% if you're not giving yourself um, the care mm-hmm. and the um, what it needs? You're not giving yourself what it needs. Yeah. To even show up to be great and good in a relationship with someone else. Right. And I, I'm one that can't expect something from someone else that I too do not have. Right. Or you're not willing to bring to the table. Yeah. So, or I'm just saying like, I'm not going to look for somebody who's like a billionaire when I'm not a billionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, no. Um, now, if I happen to meet a billionaire, that's a different story. But I'm just saying, like, my goal cannot be, like, a billionaire because the way my brain works, it's like, that's an uneven playing field. Uh-huh. It's not going to work. Okay. You know. Because if I you're a billionaire, why am I working at all? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, number that's two, how am I going to have control or autonomy or power over myself? Now I'm completely dependent on somebody else. That makes me nervous. Yeah. And I don't think you should be dependent on anyone to become a billionaire. You know? Yeah. You shouldn't. But, but also, I can't but- expect someone who works out seven days a week and I never go to the gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. what I mean. <laughs> right. No. But what if, what if 
you cook and he don't. Oh, that's different. But I can't expect you to expect me to. Because I'm not. So I'm going to need to be like, what if he cooks and I don't? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he, he, I don't have a, if he don't cook, can he at least barbecue? He barbecue. Or can you learn how to barbecue? You know what I mean? He gonna have to know how to cook. If he if somebody's trying to mess with me seriously, like in a committed situation, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to know how to cook. They're gonna have to like to cook. And they're gonna have to just love whenever I do. <laughs> yeah, see me, I love to cook. And if yeah. he loves to cook too, that's great. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I see it as an art, not a chore. So the moment it feels like a chore. But the thing is, is that I got to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't got to cook. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure my baby eat, too. Like, yeah. You know, whether I got to go, I'm going to stop by and get the food and vice versa. You know, we may, he may get up, we may get up and we don't see nothing thawed out. Like, babe, are you cooking today? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So share. If he say if, if he said if I say no, he'd be like, okay, well, I have a taste for this, and I'm gonna go by and get us this for dinner tonight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like that makes it so simple. If it's shared, you like a shared arrangement. We're we're married. Why wouldn't it yeah, be? Again, um, it's an assumption. Every, some people will feel you know different couples are different. Like some that, people, that's what I, that, that's why we're talking about my relationship goal. <laughs> yeah, that like that, would, that that it would work that way because you're unselfish. Because you know what? What I mean? That's being unselfish. <laughs> that's being considerate because if we both work. Um, I'm not going to be at the house to be able to make sure that the food is done. Right? Okay. And even if I do get home first some days or if I'm working from the crib or you know, say I'm traveling or whatever you know, if I'm traveling of course, I'm like, okay I'm going to make sure you got some meals. Mm. That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? But if he be like, "Uh uh-uh. Because I may change up. Our well, if you're company. traveling, you're going to prepare his meals so that when you're gone, he gets them? Heck yeah. That is love. Audie, do y'all do that? Why wouldn't <laughs> I? That's my, that is my bae. Why wouldn't I want to make sure he's taken care of? I'm not, I'm not saying that you should not. I just well, think I know, I know. I'm just saying, care. like, like to me, like, yeah, I want to make sure my baby is taken care of. Just like if <clears> I'm <throat> going out of town and he'd be like, okay, Here's this credit. Make sure you got enough money on your credit cards. What do you need? What do you need that's uh-huh. going to make sure you straight while you're gone? Yeah, you just don't require the same thing, that he provides your food for you when he leaves. Huh? See? That's what, what I'm saying. Talking, no, what are you talking about? I'm talking about when I'm out of town. Yeah. He's going to make sure that I'm straight. Right. In the way you need it. that I'm okay. Just but like there, yeah. make sure everything at the house is good for my babe when I leave. So, yeah. So are you giving him the credit card or are you just cooking the meals? I'm going to make sure the meals are cooked. Right. But you're not asking for him to give you meals. You're asking for him to give you the credit card. No. To make sure I'm straight while, while I'm gone. Because I'm the one that's leaving, traveling. 
So he want to make sure that his wife is straight. Correct. Yeah. So with he, yeah. So if you, then what happens if it's switched? What are the expectations? If it's switched. He's still gonna make sure I'm good, but he don't have to make he don't have to cook no meals for me. Okay. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her no. face. All scrunched up like what? He don't have to cook. That doesn't even make sense that he would cook meals for me before. No, but if he's lucky, <laughs> I cook and it's something that I want to eat, and I'm like, babe, can you make your my favorite? And he's gonna be like, sure. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be in the freezer, and I'll be able to thaw it out and eat it. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It doesn't have to be made complicated. I think people make shit complicated. You know what I mean? I just but think you, that if it was that easy. No, it that's the thing. It can be that easy. <laughs> it, it definitely can, can yeah. be. With the right mindset. It people. can be that easy. Absolutely. Right. That's how you make it easy. But it be people that make shit hard. Yeah. and wonder why shit don't work. That's all Isn't I'm saying. Isn't it interesting that the majority of people make it hard? Right. It could all be so simple. <laughs> See, that's in theory, though, because in reality, yeah, make it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why make it hard? I'm not gonna make it hard for what? Because I want to live a life lightly. We got enough. Exactly. So why would I make things difficult? Exactly. That doesn't make sense. I don't know why people are doing that in today's society in general. Right. But we definitely, the love, love should be in everything, right? Mm-hmm. Love needs to be in all, all the relationships. At every moment. Love. Yeah. Love. Mm-hmm. Knowing what the love languages are of mm-hmm. people and love. And it's just nothing. Well, it not things. Nothing else. Love. Not yeah. And I think when two people decide to be together, you know, if they're being honest, then it's nothing but love that you right. are sharing with another person that you're willing to take on a whole nother human being in your life, in your responsibility, in your care. There's nothing but love nothing to me, but love. right? Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, relationship goals. We had a good, some good dialogue, some good discussion, yeah. you know. Yeah. And again, it is contingent upon the two people involved. What your foundational principles are, you know, what your, you know, what your expectations are in your within your relationship, yeah. and is that person compatible with that? Mm-hmm. And yes, people do change. Mm-hmm. But are you going to evolve and grow together? Right. If you can. If you can. If Some you can. can. You know, you grow, I think. All you do is grow as far as you can. That person, whether y'all make it or y'all don't make it, they just came to show you you and how much love they had. That was the love they get showed you. You know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They showed, they gave you the love they had, mm-hmm. whatever that amount is. What you know, if you want to quantify it, but so yeah, that's why it's 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 good to try to be on, um, you know, all the good as far as companionship wise. 
you know, mm-hmm. your relationship counseling, mm-hmm. um, the character of that person as a single person by themselves. Yeah. What, what, what is that? Because exactly. you can't change nobody into nothing you want them to be once you get married. Both ways. Male and female. So, you know. Now, it's beautiful when two people grow and change, you know, but that expectation of that, again, yeah. Yeah, that's how you should look and see how a person rolls. And I think everybody grows and changes. How do you roll by yourself? That's going to tell you a lot about the individual that you're going to get your desiring to be in a relationship with. Straight up. Period. That's that. Like it or leave it. Leave it or love it. Whatever you want to do with it. <laughs> but definitely take a look at it because you can't make nobody be into somebody, something that you want them to be. Mm-mm. Not, it's not happening. Period. Period. Now, you do have some people that say, well, I don't know how to be in a relationship. When you're transparent like that, or teach me how to love. You know, Music Soul Child has a song, teach me how to love. It's possible. That's that that you're willing to do that. Yeah. If people would be more transparent and say, I don't know how to love. I need somebody that knows. And they got somebody that, that will be, baby, I'll teach you. Come on now. That is amazing. That's beautiful. That, that is that's beautiful. But you gotta be open to be like, I don't know how to love, babe. You know what I'm saying? Teach that means they're not gonna know how to love you though, cousin. How do you know that? Because that's they not told true. you with their mouth. They don't know how to love. Right. So if before the relationship, if they say, Teach me how to love, can you teach me? Then you're trying to all of all I've seen is this. But I'm willing to open up myself to change. How do you even allow somebody to change if you're not going to allow them to change? But I thought you just said people aren't going to change. They're what? I thought you just said, but people aren't going to change. No, you said that uh, working on yourself. So a person that doesn't know how to love and they tell you, can you teach them? How are you going to say that they're not going to be able to love you right? And how are you gonna? How are you gonna say that they? they if can't somebody tells me they don't know how to love, if they to ask you to teach them how to love, yeah, if they told me to teach them how to love. I, where I am at in my life currently, it's a hard pass. It's an easy pass because I need somebody who knows love, understands love, <laughs> gets love, because that's what I need. I need you to know how to love, get love, love yourself. I don't got time to teach you. How to love you because that's essentially what I'll be doing, and um, I need you to already come with that understanding. Well, they know how to love themselves, but they don't know how to love you. You know how to love yourself, you know how to love me because you know, because love is love, okay? Yeah, so man, it's different, it's different perspective, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody got different love languages, and if somebody is loves you, they want to be into you, and they be like, Well, how how do I love? Well, Talk that's Andrea huh? what my love languages are is teaching you about me. Okay. But not me teaching you how to love. Mm-hmm. That's me letting you know about me and who I am. But if because you, you are, if you love yourself, you ought to know how to love, right? Well, if you know how to love, then you will know how to love yourself, love other people, love me, 
Right. If you don't even know how to love. That's too much work for me. That you you're automatically show that you, if you don't love yourself, you not you can't love anybody else. Knowing how to love yourself and knowing how to love, right? You said the person said, "Teach me." Not how to- all, everything we're saying, I'm talking about all of it. But there, it it is said that if you do not, a person who doesn't love other people can't. They don't love themselves. Oh, see, I understand the opposite. The foundation is with self. Correct. So, if you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? Right. That's what I'm saying. And so loving yourself is also different from love, like understanding love. But because if you did understand love, you would love yourself, right? Correct. But if you're saying, teach me how to love, mm, you know, I'm going to call Jackie and be like, girl, I know this guy who's like really is sweet and wants a girl who can teach a woman who can teach him how to love. And you are a sweet woman with an open heart. That that would that would probably be a match. If, if 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 a man was ever to be transparent and to tell me, hey, I've been in a bunch of bull crap, I've been a bunch of bull corn situations. Example. And I really am digging you and I don't want to mess it up. Teach me how to love. What are your love languages? How do I love a woman? You know, because obviously the way that I'm trying to love her is not right because my shit ain't never worked out. If a person, a man came to me and I was really digging him and he said that, oh yeah, we're going to work. We're going to try to work through it. For sure. Yeah. And I just look at all those things as three different things. Teach me how to love doesn't necessarily translate into teach me how to love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me. Okay. Now, asking me what are my love languages? Yeah, of course. How else are you going to know? I have to share that. But yeah. the but uh, people don't be asking that. They don't be asking that. They don't be asking that. <laughs> I used to they give don't. a workshop on that. Me, me, me and my ex-husband, we used to facilitate a workshop on the love languages. Mm-hmm. To, to other couples at church in the couples ministry group and um, it's interesting because people still get confused about that right like that's their love language so you have to do things according to what they like not you right <laughs> yeah and it's a and they have the children's like they have books for like kids siblings so because so it helps us with all of our relationships, love languages, how to communicate, right. you know, how to get to know them better. So that's different. Like, teach me how to, lo- you know, get close to you and learn things about you. It's, to me, that's a totally different question than teach me how to love. All of it is needed and inclusive. Nothing is, it can, none of it can work without the other. So, um, yeah, yeah. Second one, relationship goals truly are going to be, you know, inclusive to what your your goals, your desires, and your expectations are. And you know, should they be beyond yourself of who you really are? 
And people need to know those things change. So choosing a person to think that we're supposed to be fixed and stagnant forever is shooting ourselves in the foot too. So it's kind of like, you gotta be like, are you okay with me changing and wanting to just be and do whatever I want to do whenever? <laughs> and some people are like, the fuck no. Hell no. That's not, I'm not okay with that. Your ass needs to be here every single day. You know, like you can't just be fly by night, coming and going and in this country this month and another country. So it all depends on the two people because right. it works. You know, the most outrageous thing that some another couple might be like, what? How is that even marriage? Or whatever that is. Because mm-hmm. it, 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 like you said, all you need is love. Right. The foundation. But you need you you need more. It needs more. You need more than love to work. Well, the foundation. Yeah. True okay. that. True that. True that. Okay, what does that love mean? That love, love is what keeps us through the tough times. Correct. Yeah. Because if you love me, you ain't gonna put us in no situation that's about to jeopardize this situation. You exactly. feel me? Come on now. So, Come on. yes, we've touched on it. We got the different perspective. We've been out the box, all around it, in it, over <laughs> it, under it. That's what we do. We hope that we drop some gems that can help someone else. Yeah. in their relationship goals. Uh, that's what it's all about here. So, uh, you know, my intellectual correspondent, she, this ain't really, she don't really want to, you know, in relationship goals, she ain't really feeling that right now. <laughs> I think relationship goals start with you, you, mas- you always wanting to master your highest self. That's a relationship goal. For sure. So, again, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Andrea L. Moore, the intellectual correspondent, you know, with your insight on this topic. And until next time, we out of here. Peace out.